0: Your source for all things Texas Tech. This is the Ask Level Podcast from Double T 97.3. Hey,
1: what's happening? Welcome into another episode of the Ask Level Podcast, episode number 33. Alongside Chris Level, I'm Choice Woodman. Throwing up the threes? That's right. Hey, what's up, man? How, how was uh, Easter fam? How's everybody doing?
0: It was good. Yeah. Easter was good. Um, uh, had, uh, had the old daughter home from college for the weekend. That was nice. And That's then uh, watched a lot of uh, good golf, uh, with the Masters. And so, yeah, that, uh, it's always, uh, it's always a, some good TV, uh, watching, uh, watching the old, uh, proceedings at Augusta. I love it. Love it. I mean,
1: it's, yeah. it's fantastic stuff. Um, really regardless of who wins, it's just <laughs> it's good television. Um, so I gotta get this from you up front. I didn't realize so many people hated this candy. Like it's like candy corn territory, peeps. Oh yeah, peeps. yeah. And they're out on the peeps.
0: And, and you know what? Uh, what's really smart. The best way to to consume a peep is if you you know you 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 purchase them and then you put them in the microwave. And and I think there's just no better way. It's kind of like a glazed donut. I mean, and I think I actually put it on high for like about a minute. Um, and it it's, uh, it's actually incredibly good. Really? Um, okay. And so I would, uh, I would highly encourage anybody that does enjoy the peep or even if you haven't tried it, man high on one minute maybe two just it's your preference uh in the in the old microwave oh, and, uh, and 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 go that route so i think that's uh <clears throat> that that would be my advice on consuming the old the old peep or peeps as you said so so you're out on them completely really nobody i i didn't i didn't suggest anything uh, okay uh, like that
1: uh actually had a uh, they they've started going like the oreo route and gone a bunch of different flavors had dr pepper peeps this weekend and they
0: were okay fantastic, yeah they're, so. they're they're just a big giant waste of calories <laughs> oh as far as man I'm it's it's just some it's a more you know food colored marshmallow with sugar it's, it's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just would rather consume calories uh, otherwise. And, and please don't uh, put them in the microwave. Yeah. And anyway, <laughs> uh, you, you can YouTube that and go check it out. It, it's not a pretty site. Um, it will basically wreck your microwave permanently. You'll have to be purchasing a new one. So yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> Actually, if you want to do it and then send us the video, we're okay <laughs> with that too. We're
1: we're great with that.
0: We're, so, we're like we're like America's funniest Home videos or, or ridiculousness here. Please oh yeah. don't send us your own videos. We'll we'll go looking for them. Yeah. We don't want people out there doing <laughs> craziness like ruining their microwave. That's right. That's right. But yeah, I I just I have I have no interest in a in a peep. No, no, you know, I'm not trying to be fair enough contrarian or anything i just don't yeah i don't see the, the i don't mover. i don't think you're contrarian i didn't realize that many
1: people like hated them it's like the it's like the candy yeah. corn territory there's a tiny sect of the population out there that uh a likes tiny candy sect. corn yeah, yeah. a little, little bitty one so uh on the sports front level it was yeah, somewhat busy week some news nationally some news uh locally the someone asked a question um, on the roster and the assistant coaches and that where, where that's heading. So kind of clean up where we're at. Is this now. Basketball. Basketball. Thank yeah, you. Right. Uh, that should clarify that. Uh, yeah. But, but you got two new assistant coaches this, this
0: past week. Uh, so you've got one more slot, correct? Yeah, you, you you've had it you've added Coach Brower and uh and Coach AC. I think they everybody in the industry calls him chokey. Uh that you know, um I need to learn how to pronounce his, his real name <laughs> so I'm clarifying I'm, I'm just I'm not trying to, to screw sure. it up. Uh but uh even even Coach McCaslin referred to him as uh, as A C. Uh, they are members of your staff. Until somebody tells me otherwise, I'm going to assume these are assistant coaches. I, I do know that there's ways to maneuver your staff around, depending on what pieces you, you may ultimately add to the mix, that you can change titles, change functions, and, and all those things. But until somebody tells me differently, it appears that uh, th- those those are assistant coaches. And, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if you add an experienced uh Coach to them if those if those two guys are in fact uh, assistant coaches. I have nothing to suggest otherwise, but I just know you have you have lots of spots to to try to fill here. Player development guys, graduate assistants, video coordinator. I uh, believe you have strength coach in place. I think uh, which came from North Texas. You have. Uh, you know the operations, uh, you know, managers, there's just yep. all kinds of uh of, of pieces to to try to fill. Yep. Like in other words, you're talking 10 to 15, 20 people, you know, depending on sure. what ultimately you're 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 looking to do. Uh so and, and some of this could play out uh well into uh June, you know, technically. So um mm-hmm. I, I think you're just kind of getting started here. So with, with that, um, yeah, we'll kind of see what happens and where where we get uh, additions made and how long it takes Coach McCaslin because it, it's just pretty apparent he's being very methodical and slow on purpose, I think, with what he wants to put together here and giving a lot of thought to it and trying to figure out what he ultimately needs. Yeah,
1: so with that, you – the name Bill, Ben McCollum's been brought up quite a bit. I think he was at the press conference as well. Is that is there still a thought that he may end up on that his would staff?
0: be that would be news to me that he was at the oh, press okay. conference. I, yeah. I had read that. I didn't see it. So yeah. okay. So um... how you did you read? Was it on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> well, where else do you read this? Yeah. I don't. I, I mean, thing. maybe he was there. That that would be news to me. I, I would okay. be unaware of of that being the case. I'm not suggesting that's not true, but um i I don't know where that stands i think uh last check he was involved in the buffalo okay. uh, coaching search i believe he's turned that down at least according to reports out of buffalo i think at last check he's also potentially involved in the job search at montana state okay. um so and then i think folks in the industry will tell you that i think he really wants to still be a head coach but i don't i don't know you know I guess until he says he's staying put or until he's he's elsewhere, his name probably deserves to be uh, brought up, you know, but, uh, but that's what I could tell you. Yeah.
1: All right. So now moving over to the roster side of things Um, news, I guess the latest news from the past weekend was Davian Harmon announces that he's going to go ahead and and be a pro, whatever that looks like Uh, NBA, or, or he's just pursuing the pro career. So that can, you can kind of mark that one off the list if you're keeping an account of the uh, the players that were here on campus last year. Um, what, I guess, uh, is there anything from this previous uh, group of players that makes you think, okay, this guy's here for sure? Or has, has any of that stuff been solidified with the new coaching staff?
0: No, it hasn't. <laughs> I, I think everybody's a maybe. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I, I don't expect. Uh, obviously, I think you can eliminate the. I think mean, KJ Allen is going to end up. He's released a top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mid major uh, schools. I think he's going to end up elsewhere. Fardaze Mac is is gone to Cal and playing yes. for his old head coach at uh, Utah Valley. Uh, that's now the head coach at, uh, at, at at for the Cal Bears, and I think they they have reunited there. Davion Harmon has obviously decided to uh, to see if he can't, you know, make it in the, in the league or overseas or whatever. And so he, he is not back. I think, I think everybody else though, is, uh, is kind of a maybe at this point. Um, okay. and you know, I think NIL factors into that. I think coaches wants and needs factor into that. I think style of play, uh, factor into that. And then whether kids want to stay here factors into that. So sure. That is the process that we are in the midst of right now. Um, I think, and trying to determine, you know, what what we want to go get, what is coming back. I think that is still kind of hanging out there a bit with some of these guys. Uh, the The portal window closes for basketball, I think, on May the 11th. I think is right, mm-hmm. and so we're we're about a month away. And so when you think about it, you know, it takes. 24, 48 hours to kind of get into the portal that there's only so much time that you could have to, 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 you know, go, go visit kids or, or have them visit you. Uh, I think so. You know, you don't have just a ton of time and we're already starting to see lots of players already have been in the portal and they've already you know, made some decisions. LJ Cryer, for example, I mean, one of the most highly sought after portal guys, he's going to go from Baylor to Houston um, you know, you had a big time transfer that left uh that left North Carolina is gonna end up at Michigan. And anyway, so so decisions are starting to be made. Uh and and it's just a matter of of what exactly you, you need sure. uh versus what you want and, and all that. And and there's guys here that again, opinions may be different, you know. Um, and I do think NIL factors into this at some level as well. And, um, you know, there there may be scenarios where you want a player back. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to be back or doesn't think he fits. There may be a situation where a player wants to be back and you're not necessarily right keen on that idea either. So uh, this is this could go a variety of different ways. But I wouldn't just say, you know, your roster has any members on it for sure just yet, if that makes sense. I know some yeah. of the guys, as we've talked about, that, aren't going to be here, but uh, the, you, you've got some question marks next to several names. So what about one in particular, Daniel Boccio puts his name in the portal last
1: week. Mm-hmm. With the timing of that, would you assume that it's more likely he's not going to be back because you would assume maybe that there's meetings that have been had and and that sort of thing. It's just odd that some guys put their name in the portal before all of this. Boccio was at the press conference and then ends up putting his name in the portal a few days later.
0: Yeah, I, I would not uh, – I mean, I would not assume that. I think um, – I mean, Robert Jennings may, in fact, be back. He put his name in, uh, in the portal, and um, he's actually taken some visits, and he wasn't at the press conference, and he could, in fact, be back. So, I just – yeah, I think it – yeah, you, you're, you're like me. We're trying to – you're trying to connect some right, dots right. and trying to figure the lay of the land. I think the timing is is certainly interesting, but – and I know multiple Power Five programs are, in fact, uh, after Daniel Baccio – uh, that, that part I do know for sure, and yep. I, I but I, I, until somebody tells me differently, I do think Texas Tech would like to have him back, but doesn't mean he will be, doesn't mean he won't be. Uh, it's just he's he's a maybe just like everybody else's, sure. but unlike some, he is definitely in the portal. He, Elijah Fisher, KJ Allen. Uh, in the portal um, you know Fardoz was I don't know if I've missed anybody there um, Jennings and, you mentioned him but. yeah and Jennings has been in the portal yeah so they are legally allowed to be contacted by other uh, schools now we know that's not exactly how that uh, how that works <laughs> but they're allowed to be contacted by anybody because they are in the portal so last name on
1: the basketball front uh, question was asked about Drew Steffi where does that stand? Because there's been some internet rumors floating around that maybe he won't end up, but he, at least on his own social media, uh, last things that have been posted, to my knowledge, are all pro-Texas Tech. I think he's still got the Tech jersey on and his his Twitter profile, that sort of thing. So where, where's that relationship stand?
0: Yeah, I I, I think that's a bit of a question mark. Uh, I think, uh, you know, who's the other signee man? Uh, Uh, Is it Jackson? Yeah, Jason Jackson. I think, yeah. Yeah, something like that. That's embarrassing that I've I've forgotten that. But he's the one out of Florida. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I I think that the signee part is a bit, I say, tricky. Uh, again, I, I, w- I would assume that those guys are question marks as well, because, again, they may they didn't sign up for Coach McKaz. And I think they would probably be allowed to get out of their uh, national letter of intent uh, if they if they wanted to. And where do they fit in with the new staff and, and things like that? That is it's it's fair to, to question and wonder. Ultimately, you'll know. You'll know a lot by say Memorial Day weekend. And and the reason is is because just after that is when uh, you've got you know the first session of summer school, and then you can really begin workouts and things like that. So roster and staff and, and all those things, and that's when new players would report uh, by then. Mm-hmm. That's when you'll l- learn a lot about you know kind of where where things stand with like oh I, I say that you're going to probably know much sooner than that sure but that's kind of a soft deadline as we look out into the future there but that's a great question about Drew um, and it I, was I Jason
1: he, Jackson by the way you're right
0: yeah Jason Jackson yeah so I I, I it was like San Diego question mark <laughs> you know I, I had it, I had it right I just you wasn't had it right. super yeah. confident with it um so I think uh, I, I think we'll just have to kind of monitor, you know, signees and, and things like that, just like we are with the current players on the roster. Cause you're having to re-recruit these guys. And again, there's different mm-hmm. sets of decisions here. Do I still want to go there? Do we still want you? What makes sense for everybody? You know, all, all that uh, is to, to be determined. or we are in the midst of determining that right now uh, or finding out what's been determined. Hey, maybe that's the best way to phrase it.
1: All right, shifting to the football side of things as we sit here a couple of weeks away from a a, a spring game now. Um, one, well, let's go ahead and start with a, a quarterback question from the audience. This one's from Molly. Uh, it says there was a concern about Baron Morton leaving when when uh, Tyler Shuck announced that he was going to come back for another year. That's quieted down. Is there still a concern there?
0: Oh, I, I think there always is um, until, yeah. I mean, I just think this is the day and age where nothing is uh, certain. I think you 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 get yourself in trouble when you start talking in absolutes. Now, I, I would say to you, based on what I know, I would be very surprised if if that quarterback room in its entirety wasn't here end of the fall of next season, but I, I'm not, I'm not ever going to sit here and tell you that. Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent lock it in, Sharpie it, whatever you want to <laughs> do. Uh, but I, I think uh, right now they're, they're going through the midst of a, a kind of a quarterback competition. Yeah. Uh, I do get the sense that you may in fact uh, hear an announcement on that um, at the end of spring or shortly thereafter, just kind of like, Hey, here's what we we're going to do which is tricky because I think you're trying to set a precedent to the locker room, you know, like this is what we're doing. And yeah. then, and also, but you run the risk of like, okay, well, so-and-so didn't win the job. If, if you do make an announcement, and I'm not saying that there is going to be that, but I, I'm not going to be surprised at all if there, if there's going to be that uh, based on kind of the way Joey has talked in recent weeks. And so, you know, we'll see, but yeah, as far as Baron goes, he's, he's competing on a daily basis. I think he's getting even reps just like uh, Tyler is. And I think, you know, maybe the best man win. But again, I think we're all kidding ourselves if you don't think you're, you're not going to need both of those guys to get through your season next year. And right. if one were to leave, you, you would definitely go find you somebody this summer. You wouldn't go at it you know, go at this season as is, if you, if you lost one of those two guys, whoever it would be, you would definitely right. have to go find an experienced uh, able body that could potentially start uh, based on how it's gone around here and and everywhere else for that matter. So long answer, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't have any reason to think he would transfer, but I can't, we can't know for sure.
1: That's yeah. <laughs> Speaking in absolutes and today's age of college athletics is, is probably not a safe thing, but um with football it's kind of a weekly question as we go through through the spring period of football who, who are some of the guys that have been standing out who, who are guys that have really caught the eye of uh coaches and and their and peers going on right now
0: oh man open-ended questions that, that those are my favorite when you just like toss it up there hey give me uh, the let's key.
1: go defense give me, first
0: give me the keys to the game keys to the hey, game level how's the how's the team looking <laughs> Yeah, I mean, those are always the, the these are the ones we get guys. all give, the time during. Give spring. me some guys that are sticking out, huh? Well, I mean, yeah, you, you, you want to say level. you want to say
1: defense? Yeah, let's let's start on the defensive side. Who's, I guess, who's a guy that you think is separating themselves in the in the spring for or breakout player, whatever you want to call it. We can put it whatever cliche on it, but who's a guy that maybe didn't have a big impact last year? That uh, could have a bigger one this year based off of what uh, has been seen in the spring.
0: Well, I think the interesting thing about the way your defense is built right now roster wise, is you kind of have this um really old and experienced portion of your defense, and then you have this really young and talented, inexperienced portion of your defense, and there's not exactly a lot in the middle. And I think they're trying to catch this young group up and to to potentially fill in the gaps. Your, your, uh, let me, let me think here. Your Mo Horn, uh, your, you, you, some of the, the, uh, the mid year guys, uh, Dylan Spencer, um, you know, the Chapman kid, Brendan Jordan, uh, yeah, Chapman Lewis, Jordan Sanford, guys like that, that I think could potentially see uh see some time. I will tell you though, the answer to your question, and this isn't this isn't a young guy, this is actually an old guy, but he switched positions and I think that allows them to do some different things. I think Josiah Pierre has had a really good spring moving back to interior linebacker instead of being more of an edge guy. And I think that's I would have told you that your your biggest uh question mark on that side of the ball even when you consider Tyree Wilson leaving I would have told you your biggest question mark on on that side of the ball was interior linebacker and then depth at corner going into the spring. And it, w- it wouldn't even have been pass rush, per se. Yeah. Not that that wouldn't have been on the list of questions. It just wouldn't have been the biggest one to me. And that's what you know trying to replace guys like Kosai Eldridge and Krishan Merriweather does to you because I think those guys are – but Josiah Pierre may in fact – be one of those guys that does that. And I wouldn't have thought of him. I would, I thought this is more edge. This is more, you know, uh, you know, pressure off the, off the edge of one of those hybrid roles. But I think he's been moved back to, to one of those uh, to, to Mike or will linebacker. And I think he's done really, really good. So it creates some things for others. Um And, you know, you're missing Jacob Rodriguez this uh you know, this spring, now having said that you're missing Isaac Smith this spring as well that's one middle linebacker and one edge guy that you're both missing that they both could, they're both young guys that could have needed the the reps. We still don't know about Kosai Eldridge's situation as it relates to eligibility. We're kind of waiting. I don't know how much longer we're going to wait for that, but he's almost missed the entire spring. And yeah, maybe at some point he may say, Hey man, I'm just, I'm done with it. Uh, I've got to move on. And which would be unfortunate, but he's on campus still working out with the team, right? Not working out with the team, not allowed to do that. No, okay. uh just just but on campus and then still kind of working or working out, being around. Gotcha. He can be at practice, he just can't suit up and go through practice. Gotcha. Uh that that would be against the rules. And so um, because technically he doesn't have any eligibility left. Okay. Yeah. So that that, that would sense. not that would not um that would not jive. So but yeah, I guess to answer your question, I guess I would go Josiah Pierre, but that's for some different reasons than I would have said about three weeks ago interesting. Uh, it's because he factors in on the interior of the linebacking unit instead of like a DN hybrid type guy, which I just wouldn't have put that together, but he's done it before. And I think Tim DeRuiter, uh pleasantly surprised that that he's done it before and then likes what he's seen so far. Flip over to the offensive side. We've talked a lot of offensive
1: line over the last couple of weeks or a few weeks. So s- branch it out to skill position. So receiver, running back, whoever, is there a guy that stood out as far as those skill guys so far during the spring?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think, uh, I think Koi Aiken has done really, really good. Uh, I think he's kind of starting to figure things out a little bit. I I would tell you that Cameron Valdez is, is going to be somebody that people have maybe forgotten about a bit. I would, I would suggest to, to learn his name, he's part of that one-two punch at running back and his speed is just different. His style of, of running is a bit different. I Mm -hmm. think that he's really got a chance to, to, you know, go the distance at times when he gets the ball. Um, I I think, uh, you know, you were, you were the only program in the big 12 that didn't have uh, a rushing attempt, or I say that uh, a rushing play over 40 yards. You're the only one, you were one of only eight in the, country that didn't have a rush over 40 yards uh, you were one of only 20 that didn't have a rush of over 50 yards I think Cameron Valdez kind of answers some of those equations and it makes Zach Kittley's job easier it makes Tyler Shuck or Baron Morton's job easier um and then I, I think uh, Dre McRae has certainly shown his ability to get behind the defense at times and stretch the field and and I think he's still kind of figuring things out but those are those are some names there but as far as uh you know, younger players that were already here, Koi Aiken and uh, and I think uh, Cameron Valdez are certainly two skill players that I would keep an eye on. Last topic to throw at
1: you: Last week we we see the the people in the Pac-12, the medium types. Uh, someone leaked something to the media from the Pac-12 that, oh wait, we're actually going to see a uh, a media deal done. Push that date back towards uh, late spring or early summer is what they say. So this this they've given us hard deadlines, or somewhat hard deadlines. They've told us we've heard so many things from the Pac-12 side of things about, oh, yeah, this is getting done. Uh, I think we've heard presidents say this is imminent. What does this mean to you now that they're pushing it back even further?
0: Well I think it's I think for them it's a bit of a PR nightmare. I think they're they're battling the reality, they're also battling the the you know court of public opinion kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, they, they look extremely vulnerable they they it looks like that nobody knows for sure what's going to happen you know it, and it's, it's kind of roll your eyes when you read the doom and gloom but you can also roll your eyes when you hear the optimism and oh we're good and and all this stuff either because nobody really knows but yeah. all that matters is they don't have a, a deal in place i think they are 12 to 13 months out from their deal current deal expiring which is somewhat unheard of in this day and age mm-hmm. uh, and, and i would say if all was well they would have had a deal done but all is not well because they don't i i think uh i think it's it's absolutely worth monitoring i think that brett yormar continues to try to press and and get the big 12 involved there and and i think he's just he's not gonna quit trying until Until they, one, come up with a deal that everybody signs off on, and two, they come up and and agree to a grant of rights, meaning we have a deal and we're locked into this, this thing for the next five to seven years. So until those two things happen, the Big 12 will be rumored to be involved with some of these schools, and I think understandably so, but... I do think uh, if if that were to happen, then your mark would would move on to some different options that would in, involve in Gonzaga and maybe some of these mid major basketball schools that uh, that we've kind of seen or, or heard rumored. Um, I think San Diego State is an interesting uh, option for you know both leagues as an expansion candidate. I don't I don't know if that is as oh exciting to the Big 12 as it may be the Pac-12, uh based on yeah. locale and based on, you know, you know, the 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 Pac-12 may in fact just have to have somebody. And I think the, the Big 12 is is trying to think outside the box a bit. So um but yeah I just I just think they yeah the, the whole thing's kind of gives me tired head because I'm <laughs> uh yeah I just see all the the you know it was a month ago hey we're Brett Mark's a great Good. salesman and we're everything's fine and, and all that. And, and, you know, they were, they were talking about mid-March at, at the latest, you know, we hope to know something. And then, and then they basically tell, you know, um, Klavkov don't have a press conference at the Pac-12 tournament. Like you're, you're, you're yeah. muzzled uh, Let's nobody speak on this anymore. And then, and then you see this report out and it's now, you know, and, and we're now into the second week in April. And so I just it, it's just yeah. I mean, for for as big of a joke as the Big 12 was to a lot of people for many many years, yeah. it certainly is not anymore. And I wouldn't trade places with the Pac-12 for anything right now. They no. they just, you know, and, and I still say that I'm just not convinced until until there is a new deal done, I'm not convinced that Oregon and Washington they won't won't want more, okay, out of the deal sure and and then i'm not certain that they're gonna agree to it or they're they're still you know wanting to do that based on what the big 10 may want you know and and we hear different things out of that camp too so anyway it's still there's still a lot to be determined you know i mean i think realignment is 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 one of those never-ending topics that never really stops but that's gonna work yeah
1: so if put make you break out your crystal ball one more time if (laughs) give you an either or here what's more likely level By August, a at least one Pac-12 school jumping ship to the Big 12, or being reported to, or uh, the Pac-12 signing a deal worth
0: more than thirty million dollars per team. Well, when you phrase it that way, I think more likely that once somebody jumps. um, Now, if you just want to talk media deal, just anything. uh, Yeah, I would say that is more likely, uh, again, because the way it's been reported, I mean, yeah, that they, they had been told that they would get as much or more than the Big 12. I think that is the, the folks in the TV industry and, uh, you know, have, have tried to piece that together and try to figure out a way that that looks. I do think they can get as much, if not more than the Big 12 per school. However, they're going to have to take it to... They're going to have to piecemeal it and put a lot of that on a streaming flat platform, which I don't think that the school presidents and everybody is necessarily okay with. So yeah. if it's just money you're looking for, they they may could get that. But is anybody, you know, it's a tree falls in the forest kind <laughs> of uh, thought process. Uh, that may not, but they, they kind of want the best of both worlds, which is what Brett Yormark has right now. Or
1: well, if a tree falls at the Masters? People definitely hear it. Yeah that was and, pretty wild uh, and as it long as crazy.
0: they're not as long as they're not hit by it that's okay that was wild it was well, appreciate it man that was a good uh, one We'll appreciate uh... it appreciate it yeah that was good <laughs> we'll, that was we'll, good
1: we'll do it again uh next week
0: uh yeah we'll be on the other side of tax day and and all that's those right. things so good luck with uncle sam this week Ooh. if you hadn't already sent yeah. uh in all of your monies uh to <laughs> uh, uncle sam uh we, we we certainly appreciate it but uh yeah woodman Go put some peeps in our microwave, man. I'll talk to you next week. I'm going to test it out. I'll report. Do back. it. I mean, you you won't regret <laughs> it, man. For Chris Level, I'm Choice
1: Woodman. It's been the Ask Level Podcast, powered by Double T ninety seven three.
0: You've been listening to the Ask Level Podcast, powered by Double T ninety seven three.